A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com.
Good morning. Welcome to the radio, to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Church. <laughs> I have to, uh, I was just into that song and uh, I haven't heard it for quite a while. But welcome to today's program for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Out of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25. So be careful. See that you do not refuse to listen when God speaks. If those who refused to listen to him when he warned them on earth did not escape, how much worse will it be for us if we refuse to listen to God who is warning us from heaven? When he spoke before, at that time, his voice shook the earth. But now he has promised, Once again I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words, once again, clearly shows us that everything that was made, things that cannot be shaken, will be destroyed and removed, so that only the things that cannot be shaken will remain. Let us be thankful because we have we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken. As a result of this, we should worship God in a way that pleases Him with respect, with reverence, fear, and awe. Because our God is a consuming fire. I felt to begin the program today watching what's happening in the world with the events. I know that in Deuteronomy chapter 32, Moses' final address to the children of Israel, Moses sang to them one final time. God is singing to his people in all of his churches internationally one more time. He is singing and he is making it known to the world that his return is near. And he stated, Christ stated, there were things that would happen to let us know that his return was near. We are near the tribulation. Pastors throughout the last 40, 50 years, and in general, when God calls them, He will inform them as to what He desires they do in their ministries. Some are to build churches. Others are to uh, evangelize. They're to go to the nations. God instructs the man that he calls for the purposes of his kingdom. He instructs them as to what purpose they have been called to. Some pastors, they're to have a church. They're to have a complete network of people working with them so they can have daycare. They can have the Bible studies. They can have their Sunday worship. Others are not called to that. 
with myself personally, as the years have gone forward, little by little, God has, in, in the seasons that I've been in, He has informed me as to what His plan is in the season. I'm in the season now where I know the Lord's plan and His desire and His will for me and what I'm commissioned to do. And that is to warn His children that we're at the end of the world. We're in the most likely the last decade before Christ returns. And prior to that return, prior to His return, there are things that have to, in sequence, begin to happen. God is speaking to the world in general. People that don't know God, they understand that there is something going on and they want to know what it is. God's own people that are born again, many are unaware, clueless. They have no understanding no pressing, uh, have no sense of warning that something is wrong. Israel, the skirmishes, the attacks from the neighboring nations around Israel are increasing. There are rockets being fired out of the Gaza Strip. The negotiations with the Hamas, Hezbollah, the Islamic groups, the terrorist groups, are not going well. The United States is beginning to press Israel once again to go back to the table, Palestinian talks. Iran is moving forward with a nuclear program. Iran, should she have nuclear capability, will absolutely use those weapons on Israel. Russia and the Ukraine, the conflict happening presently. Uh, the Europe and the Russians and the Americans are kind of in a quandary because the Europeans need oil or, or gas from Russia. The United States is trying to stop the European nations from working out deals with Russia. China is planning and has been planning for decades to invade Taiwan. Every day there is another little step uh, creeping forward. A couple of years ago I told this audience a year and a half ago that eventually China would invade Hong Kong. There's no way Hong Kong was going to escape China's plans. It has happened. China is eyeing Taiwan. She needs the South China Sea. If she gets the South China Sea, she can put a stranglehold on all the nations, Vietnam, Japan, America, the nations in the Philippines, the islands. God is speaking to the world. We are going to close out this age. The age has come to an end. We're not starting the age. We're not in the middle of the age. We are closing out the age. To God's children, I say, be warned. This prophet says, you are being warned. God is speaking from the heavens. Calamities on the earth, 
That doesn't include a virus, a planned pestilence, mankind with technology releasing a pestilence upon the nations of the world, which is bad enough. But then, to accompany the pestilence, now there is a vaccination. Whether you believe it or not, I have research from Pfizer, a pharmaceutical company that has been putting together this mRNA vaccination, uh, uh, what's in the vaccination. It's, it's the truth. People don't want to believe the truth, but as a pastor of a radio church, as a minister of the gospel of the kingdom of heaven, as someone who has to inform his audience and present to the audience the truth, I'm telling you the truth. Whether you believe it or not, I have no control over that. But from Pfizer's own documentation, stay away from the vaxxed, it's official from Pfizer's own documents. This was out of the EU on the 28th of April. Someone got, into, someone got a hold of that, that uh, document. They put it on the internet. I have looked at it. It's 126 pages. I can't read the whole thing. It's too in, de it's too in depth. Terms that are very hard to understand. But they admit that inhalation and skin, skin contact with people that have had the vaccination will affect you. It will cause an adverse event. For women who are pregnant, you can have a miscarry. You can spontaneously abort. If you are nursing, you can poison the baby through your breast milk. And if the child is born, it may have cognitive difficulties, basically problems with the brain. If a man who's not been vaccinated touches or breathes the air or touches a woman or breathes the air that she's breathing and he goes home and has sex with his wife, his wife can have an adverse event. So she should avoid having children. Which gets me to this point. Years ago, James Dobson had a woman who works with, she has a ministry, a center that work with people in South America, and she was training the Christian people down there on how to, you know, the, the uh, Catholics have their, a, a certain type of birth control, natural, I forget what it's called, but this woman, she had a more accurate way to instruct the young couples in South America that were of childbearing age on what to do to not have children. The reason was because should a child be born, the child was generally, would generally die before five years of age, generally before two years of age. So she was giving, showing them a method 
on how to be careful. And many of the couples down there did not want children because there was no future for the children. The economies, uh, there was, they could barely make it. They could barely eat. These children would starve. They would get sick. There was no way for them to have the care that they needed. So they made the decision in South America not to have children. With what's happening with this vaccine, the vaccination, with the adverse event, with the transmission, and I'm going to read a little bit more here. This is to this audience, Christians, to you Christians, to you grandmothers who your daughters have had children or your daughters are, 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 have had children and now their children are ready to have children. Be careful. A Dr. Christine Northrup explains that the shedding from the vaccine is very different from what we are witnessing with the COVID-19 shot. Shedding is a natural occurrence from vaccinations. But since COVID-19 is not a vaccine, we need not to think of it in terms of shedding, but in terms of transmission. We have finally, we have irrefutable evidence from Pfizer's own documents, which states that the transmission of the deadly COVID-19 poison from both inhalation and skin contact will transmit whatever is in the vax, from the vaxed to the unvaxed. Sterility by secondhand transmission has always been known by Pfizer and was in fact the goal. Sisters, do you hear that? Young men, do you hear that? Sterility by secondhand transmission was known by Pfizer and that was the goal. This is an international sterilization of the population using biotech weapons. The article goes on to more clearly to basically state that the target is women that are pregnant, stillborn, miscarry, uh, what they call uh, automatic abortion. The child is born with defects, psych br brain damage. I would just say We're in a time right now where even Christ himself warned that the times are going to be very difficult. And in Judea, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, the children of Israel are warned to run and flee to the mountains. And he states specifically, Woe to the woman, women who have young children. Woe to those who are nursing. It's going to be very difficult. If you can have a child, you don't know what's going to happen with that child. This is something where you are going to have to pray. The newly, new, new, uh, newly married couples, you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to ask the Lord, what is His plan? What is His will? There is a time to be born and there's a time to die. There's a time for all things under heaven. With these plagues that are coming upon the earth, you don't know, you can assume that everything will be okay. 
But you better not assume. Now I'm going to read you out of Psalms 91. Verse 2. I will say to the Lord, you are my place of safety, of refuge, and protection. You're my fortress. You are my God. And I trust and I have confidence in you. God will save, protect you from the hidden traps, the snares of the fowler, from the deadly disease, diseases, pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you can hide. You will find refuge. His truth, his faithfulness, will be your shield and protection, a buckler, a small shield. You will not fear any danger by terror at night or an arrow that flies during the day. You will not be afraid of diseases or pestilences that come, that walk, that stalk in the dark, or sickness, something that stings and strikes and devastates and overpowers you at noon. At your side, 1,000 people may die, they may fall, or even 10,000 right beside you at your right hand. But you will not be hurt. You will not touch, it will not touch you. You will only watch. You'll look with your own eyes and see the wicked punished recompense. We cannot tempt the Lord. You cannot tempt Him. God warns us not to tempt Him. I know that many grandmothers want grandchildren. I know that many young women, they want children. But I'm not so sure right now, wisdom would say, I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just cautioning you. To you young people. In South America, they made a decision because of the hardships they could see, that the hardships that would come upon them and upon their children if their children should live. The children that did live were still going to be malnourished. They were still going to struggle to live. They really had no future. And many Christian women and couples made the decision not to have children. This was in the 1990s. Look at how the world down there has changed and has become even worse than it was in the 90s. So I'm just saying... God is speaking to the world. God is going to close out this age. The born-again people that listen in my sphere of influence, I'm telling you, we're in the final decade before Christ returns. All the signs that Christ said would happen at the beginning of the final ten years are taking place. We are in the birth pains that lead into the tribulation. There have been birth pains through the last 20, 30, 40 years, but there were many ingredients that were missing. Technology, biotechnology, the technology on uh, being able to view and watch everything, panoptic, all-seeing eye technology, all-seeing, all-hearing ear technology, Now everything is ripe. We are now ready to go to a global reset. 
which is going to bring in the mark of the beast system where you cannot buy and you cannot sell. This will happen in the next 10 years. Christians, you cannot avoid it. There has to come a time when you wake up. Has to come a time when you sit down and you critically think and you begin to pray and you ask the Holy Spirit if these things are true. When I get back from the break, I'm going to tell you what you can do to protect yourself through the power that is in the name of Yeshua, in the power that is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you what you can do. Because if you don't, you may, you may be caught by this disease, by these plagues. But I'm going to show you and tell you how you're going to break the power of them because we are a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I'll be back in just a few minutes. LibertyRevoltMedia.com is founded on strategies to engage in the culture war and to develop a better understanding of policy and its ramifications. Listen to KHNC every weekday from 5 to 7 a.m. to the Bucky Dillon Morning Show. All right, folks, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at air at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Have you always wanted to be on the radio? Do you have strong opinions or ideas that you think should be heard? Why not host your own radio show right here on the Roar of the Rockies? You'll be on the same station as Brian Kilmeade, Michael Savage, and Alex Jones. You can brand yourself as an expert in your industry and grow your business. Imagine telling your potential clients you have your own radio show. That gives you instant credibility. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. This is David Knight. On May 3rd, I'll be returning to KHNC AM 1360. 
Join me as we analyze the globalist next move. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 10. Okay, we're going to continue. This program is podcast on 1360KHNC.com, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. When I believe that uh, the Lord, the heavens are being shaken. God said he would shake the heavens, they are being shaken. What I mean by the heavens are the powers, the principalities and powers that rule uh, everything that happens on the earth. They're going to be shaken, they have been being shaken. When Christ came, he shook the heavens when his resurrection day, on the resurrection day. And from that time forward, the heavens have been shaken. But in Habakkuk, in Haggai, I'm sorry, 2.6, it's basically talking about the shaking that will happen at the end of the world. And we're at the end of the world. Everything's going to be shaken. Nothing that God has not set in place is going to stand. With these viruses 
with the plague. There's a, in Isaiah 28, there's a consumption coming upon the land. In Revelation chapter, uh, upon the nations. In Revelation chapter 6, verse 8, one of the horsemen is the fourth horse. There's going to be pestilence and disease, man-made. The consumption in Revelation chapter, I'm sorry, the consumption in Isaiah 28 is going to come upon the children of the devil. It's a consumption that God is sending upon them for the evil that they have done. But man has the right, according to the scripture, to violate the free will of his fellow man and even through that violation cause pain, misery, suffering, and death. That is what man does. Unfallen, unregenerated man that follows the devil. With this plague, I say that we have the power through the name that we have given the power in the name of Jesus Christ, of Yeshua HaMashiach. We have the power to pray over ourselves individually, men, fathers, to pray over your wives and your children, to bind and break the power of the assignments on, your, on, you, on yourself, on your wives, on your children, on your household, to break the power of anything that's not is allowed, that is not allowed by God. If you're uh, living in sin, the devil does have some ground to afflict you. But if you are to the best of your ability and where you are in your growth in life, if you are living a life that is pleasing to Lord to the Lord and you your desire is to move in the direction with your life men women children to please the Lord then you have power to break these assignments and the attacks on your life on your health on your finances on whatever it is that Satan would like to destroy the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy if you've opened doors to given and given the devil some ground, just find out what ground you've given, what doors you've opened. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Close those doors. Keep them shut. And ask God, thank God for His blood because you are washed in His blood. His blood covers every sin. And you have the authority in His name to break the power of the sickness. By faith, you pray, by faith, and you break the power of it on yourself. Women, if you're not married, women who have children, but you're trying to live and you're living a godly life, you have the authority. Break the power over yourself, the attacks on yourself and on your children and those around you that you love, your grandchildren. This is the authority that God's people have. God will do what He does through His angels to protect you. But then you have the duty 
And you have the right and you have the authority to break the power of anything that is not of God on your life. The illnesses. If there are, I mean, we're all going to have problems. And God causes all things to work together for good. But with the problems, like sometimes God does allow things to happen so that you can be transformed, that you can be, uh, he can train you, he can give you insight. The Apostle Paul had some kind of a, a uh, affliction, and he prayed and asked the Lord to remove it from him. It was a thorn. It was in his flesh. It was something physical in his body. But the Lord told Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. And whatever this is, Paul lived with it till the day that he was beheaded. God's grace was sufficient. Sometimes there are things that happen and we pray and we pray and we pray and we should pray and we don't get any relief, any healing. Well, if there's sin and we know about it, stop. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Cover it with the blood of Jesus Christ. Keep praying. That's what we're commanded to do. We pray. We're people of prayer. We should pray. So, the you have the authority to break the power and to protect your houses. Take anointing oil. Anoint the front door, the back door. Anoint the house. There's power in that. Just like the children of Israel, they put blood on the doorpost. In the anointing oil, when you pray over that oil and you sanctify it, in other words, you take a bottle of, let's say, a, 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 a thimbleful of oil out of a, whatever kind of oil you want to use, and you pray over it and you sanctify it, and you say, I sanctify this oil this in this little container. I sanctify it. In other words, I set it apart. It is not for my enjoyment. It is not for my use. I sanctify it. I set it apart. I consecrate it to God for His purposes, and His purpose being I'm going to use it to anoint the doors of my home. I sanctify this. I set it apart. It is not for my enjoyment anymore. It is for the purposes of God. It is sanctified. You anoint your house. You anoint your property. On the four corners of your property, you anoint. People don't believe that there's... It seems odd, strange, weird, different, not logical. You see with your eyes, you hear with your ears, you understand with your fallen mind. But in the spiritual world, once you have consecrated that and you go and you walk the perimeter and you pray, the forces of darkness, they know the principles. They knew the principle the night that the, path, the, the death angel had to pass over. They know the principle. The blood was sprinkled on the doorpost and on the lentil. You walk your property, you anoint what you have. You may not understand it, you may not believe it, you may not grasp it, but the devil, the demons, and the fallen angels, they understand. They get it. They understand it because it's a spiritual principle. 
It happens in the world in the world of the unseen by faith. They know it. All through, you know, as through the years, the Lord has instructed me in incrementally giving me more understanding of what happens in the spiritual realm. And that was the direction I decided I needed to go in this program. This vaccination, this virus, these things that are happening on the earth did not just happen and come into existence by the brilliance of man. For those of you who understand the spiritual world that are deeper in the understanding of the Bible and ley lines, I don't ever talk about that, ley lines, ley lines on the earth like the latitude and the longitude and the lines that are laid out in the heavens. The occult world, they understand this. They see the lines. They see the way that the stars align. They see how the planets align. And they know the power, and they know how to use these alignments for evil. And they understand latitude and longitude. They understand that, that on in certain places in the world where there's been a lot of bloodshed, there's a lot of demon activity. Sacrificial sites in South America, in Central America, in North America, in Egypt, in Israel, in Russia, in China, in Asia, in South America. All these places where there were sacrificial sites. The demons have power to manifest in these sites, in these areas. Jekyll Island. It was a Nephilim altar. Nephilim used to spend time on Jekyll Island. And there is an altar underneath the home where the, the Federal Reserve Papers were signed by these men. It's a spiritual thing. They understood it. Why? Because they're in the occult. They understand the power of the occult. They understood that if they were to sign the Federal Reserve, make that law, that act, sign it there, on a temple, on a, on a sacrificial site by Nephilim, half angel, half human, they knew it would have power. Has it had power? Yes, it has. Does it still? Yes, it does. Can it be broken? Possibly, possibly not. Only God knows. I'm not, in, I'm not going to talk about that. But I want you to understand the power of these spiritual things that happen. You have the power to break this curse. This stuff was created by people in the occult, given instruction to them by the fallen angels. It didn't just come into the world naturally. There are natural plagues, natural diseases. There are natural things that uh, contamination by mold. It's a natural thing. Poisons, things like this. These are natural. But when you start getting into the occult, these people that have been in the occult, they begin to create things through the power of the occult that are not natural. There is a supernatural element to them. These vaccinations, the mRNA, this is something different. I have suspicions as to what is in this stuff. I have my suspicions. I'm looking for more research, but I see patterns 
patterns that go back to, for those that understand in this audience, what happened in Revelation in Genesis chapter six, when the fallen angels came and mated with women, and they had children, the angels angelic realm mating with women in the natural realm, and the children were Nephilim. I understand all this. I know what happens. And these Nephilim are half human, half angel, super intelligent. They're very sturdy. They're very, you can't kill them. They're hard to kill. Well, I got a sense that there might be something of Nephilim DNA in some of these vaccinations. I can't prove it. I'm just going to present it to you for those of you that understand this. Whenever they find these Nephilim, the researchers and scientists of the nations, not just America, but Europe, England, Germany, all the nations, Asia, when they find these Nephilim sites and they find these creatures, these giants, they try to see if they can capture the DNA from these, these things. And I wonder what they're doing in the laboratories with the DNA from Nephilim. Can I prove it? I can prove probably pretty much that they're doing something with it because that's just the way the nature of man is. Can I prove they're putting it in the vaccination? I can't. But there's something about this mRNA that is destroying the natural DNA and the proteins within a person. I understand that much. So there's something there that is beyond natural. At the end of the world, Daniel in chapter 12 said that knowledge would increase. Yes, knowledge generally and overall knowledge would increase. But also, Daniel is saying that knowledge and the deeper things of God would begin to increase. The knowledge of who God is, the knowledge of God's eternal plan, the knowledge of how He works, His plan in the world, and the knowledge of how the fallen angels and the kingdom of darkness and what they're doing in the world that has been hidden, the knowledge and the revelation of all that they do and how to counter it, that knowledge and the power and the authority that is given to the believer in the name of Jesus Christ, for those in Messianic, those in the name of Yeshua, those that are uh, uh, Hispanic in the name of Jesus, the Japanese, Sheshu, all the nations have a name for the Lord Jesus. There's one name that's universal, hallelujah, hallelujah. But the name of Jesus and Yeshua is different in the nations. But it doesn't mean that when they, it means that when they use the name of Christ as they, as they speak His name in their language, the demons know the language. The demons know the power. The forces of hell, they understand the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ in all the languages. 
They know it. On the day of Pentecost, men were speaking in different languages. I don't know how many, 20, 30, 50 different languages. That's the way the world went after Genesis chapter 6, 7. All the, the languages were confounded. And the people were scattered throughout the world. And they all came up with different dialects. I'm just saying, no matter how the nations, whatever the equivalent of Jesus Christ in all the languages, it is just as powerful as how I cast the spirits out, how I break the powers, how I break the assignments. I break them in the name of Jesus Christ. I break them sometimes in the name of Yeshua. It just depends on the setting. We're going to get back after this break. God's children need to be instructed. They need to be instructed to understand, to know the time we're in and the power and authority that you have. We'll be back. We'll finish out the hour in just a few minutes. Just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. Back in the USSR. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Okay, we're going to continue. And we're going to finish out the hour. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. On Thursday, my programs are on uh, actually at 1 o'clock from 11 to 1 on Thursday here on 1360. And then on Saturday, I have a 30-minute segment from 1230 to 1. Join me then. And um, Rick at KHNC.net. Rick at KHNC.net. The P.O. Box is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I uh, just feel that the importance of understanding the authority and power that we have in the name of the Lord is so vital, is so, is so critical for God's people today. Uh, it is... Many of the churches, the bigger churches, are not instructing God's children on how to fight these battles using the giftings and the, and the spiritual gifts that God has given us. And because of that, the churches in America, the evangelical churches, the Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, many are being afflicted 
by afflictions that are not necessary not necessary they're they're able to break the power of the afflictions and the, and the problems taking place in the home through the power of prayer and using the name of the Lord so i just feel that because of the way that the world is going we're at the end of the world i cannot i cannot apologize for that I have to tell my audience, we're at the end of the world. You're going to need the grace of God. You're going to need the grace on your mind. You're going to need the help of the Lord. You're going to, it, it's important that, uh, I, I keep saying you're going to, I shouldn't say it, you need to. You need to realize we cannot change anything. Things cannot be changed. We're going to go through what the Lord Jesus said we're going to go through. There's a tribulation coming. We're at the doorstep of it. It's going to happen. It can't be changed. We have to accept it, but not accept it in defeat. Accept it in the sense that, okay, now the authority and power that the Lord Jesus said we would have at the end of the world is available to us. And now because at the end of the world, knowledge is going to increase, the understanding of the authority that we have been given as God's kingdom on the earth, the power of that authority, we have it. It's just that we need to be instructed. What is it? How, does, how do we operate in it? How do we receive it? In the second hour, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So stay with me, and uh, we'll go into the second hour in a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez. Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Church. We'll be back. God bless you. Or for those that have to leave, God bless you. We'll be back in a few minutes. Proud to announce our partnership with MyKind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Something extremely rare has happened over the weekend, a bear attack on a human. Experts say the death of a 39-year-old woman north of Durango leaves a lot of questions because there were no witnesses. Colorado Parks and Wildlife says the woman who had taken her dogs for a walk near Trimble Friday didn't return home, so her worried boyfriend went out looking, found her remains, and called 911. A mother bear and two yearlings were found nearby and euthanized, according to CPW's Jason Clay. He says CSU experts will examine the remains to learn whether they were the bears involved. He adds it's no surprise that they sometimes get aggressive. Bears are naturally fearful of humans, but it's when they become habituated because they've been rewarded with food around our homes that they lose that little bit of that wariness of humans. If you are attacked, he says, fight back. Fatal bear attacks are extremely rare in Colorado. Before this La Plata County case, there'd been only three in the last 61 years. I'm Jim Williams. Dozens of people demonstrated outside the Loveland Police Department Saturday in support of Karen Garner, the 73-year-old dementia patient, so roughly arrested almost a year ago, accused of stealing $13 worth of stuff from Walmart. 
Videos of her arrest and the cops laughing and joking about it have angered many and made global headlines. The protest organized by Morgan Goldschmidt. Our main goal is to show Karen and her family, you know, that we love and support her. You know, we want them to know that the community has their back. Yesterday was a step in the right direction, but it wasn't nearly enough. She's referring to the Friday resignations of three of the officers involved, including the man seen on video dislocating Garner's shoulder. The public around Loveland is now demanding the local police do more to prevent such a thing from happening again. In sports, the Avalanche snapped their three-game losing streak, the worst of the season. Last night, they met the Sharks again, Nathan McKinnon scoring his 20th goal of the campaign. The Avs beat San Jose 4-3. The Nuggets faced the Clippers in L.A. last night and grabbed the win. I'm Ted Werbin. Kicking off the summer concert season, the Rollins Music Academy presents harpist Jenna Hunt in concert with Alex Vera on bassoon. With a background in jazz and classical music, Colorado harpist Jenna Hunt is known for her versatility and intense musical interpretation. Alex Vera is a featured recording artist with the United States Air Force Academy Band and past principal bassoonist with the Colorado Springs Philharmonic Orchestra. Both Hunt and Vieira have traveled the world learning and teaching their music, and now they bring their talents to Carbon County. On Sunday, April 25th at 2 p.m., join the Rollins Music Academy for a triumphant return to live music featuring harpist Jenna Hunt and bassoonist Alex Vieira. For more information, visit wyomingcarboncounty.com slash events. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. I'll show off. Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees. That's 568-6898. God bless us.
Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Church Ministry. Rick Rodriguez here for the second hour. This song, Day by Day, this is the way it has to be. It's going to have to be day by day with God's children. You can't look into tomorrow. You can't look into next week, next month. It's going to have to be day by day. The Lord told us we're not to be anxious for anything, for sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. There's evil in the world. Do not be anxious. It's going to be day by day. So, the Lord said that at the end of the world, more revelation would come to His plan and to 
his will and the knowledge of not just what he's going to do, but what the children of the devil are doing. Now, one of the great things that will happen at the end of the world that no one ever talks about, I haven't talked about it, I have tried to understand it, studied it. This is out of Psalm 82. It's the psalm of Asaph, a Levitical musician at the time of King David. God is in charge of the great meeting. It takes his place, he takes place, he presides in the great assembly or assembly of the gods in the divine council. He presides over the angels, over the powers, over the authorities. And in Psalm 82.1, it's called God with a small g. But these are actually the principalities and powers, the angels of the fallen world, not just his holy angels. But at the end of the world, these angels will begin to be stripped of their authority and power. In Ephesians 6.1, Paul states, Our flight, our conflict, our struggle is not against the people on earth, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities and the powers, the cosmic powers, the rulers of this world's darkness, against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly worldly realm. God presides over these small gods, over the fallen angels, over these rulers that are stated in Ephesians. Ephesians. Psalm 82 is talking, the whole chapter is talking about God in his relationship with the fallen angels, with the devil, with the fallen angels, with the holy angels, with the demons. They have great power, they have authority, and they have domains that they see oversee on behalf of Satan. One example is in Daniel chapter 10 verses 12 through 14. This is when Daniel had been praying, praying, and needed uh, God to respond to him on some matters. Verse 12, Then the man said to me, Eventually Dan uh, Daniel is visited, and he's not sure by whom. Many believe it was Gabriel. Some say it was the Lord. I'm going to just read it. Then the man said to me, Daniel, do not be afraid. Some time ago from the first day that you decided that you gave your heart and your mind to get understanding and to humble yourself before your God, from that time God had heard you. Your words had been heard. And I have come because of your prayers. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, which is a spiritual being, and the nations have their presiding angels. He says that this angel of Persia, this prince, has been fighting, has stood against me for 21 days. But then Michael, one of the most important angels, or he's the princes of God, came to help me because I had been left there with the king of Persia. So we're talking about spiritual angels. We're talking about spiritual beings. But, but I believe it might be Gabriel says, I have come to explain to you to help you to understand what is going to happen to you and your people. Because the vision is about a time in the future. We're in that time. 
Now, another example I'm going to give you. I've been rehearsing, going over uh, the children of Ammon and Moab. Well, in verse in Jeremiah 49.3, it stated, and I read this last week, the people in the town of Hezbon cried sadly. They were wailing because the town of Ai was destroyed. Those who lived, those daughters who lived in Rabbah, they cry out. They say, put on your rough cloth to show your sadness and cry aloud and mourn. Run here and there for safety inside the walls because Molech will be taken captive into exile and his priests and his officers with him. Okay, Molech or Milcom was a great king, but I don't believe it was just a physical king. I believe this was a spiritual power and authority that was in the land of Ammon. God said at the end of the world, he would shake not the earth only, but the heavens also. The God of the Ammonites and the Phoenicians, to whom some Israelites sacrificed their infants in the valley of Hinnon, Hinnon were to the sacrifice to Molech. Now in Jeremiah chapter 48, 7, Moab, these are two nations that Israel is going to go to war with, and Israel is going to defeat them. I believe the two angels that have been presiding over Moab and Ammon for thousands of years, I believe they are going to be pulled down according to these verses in Jeremiah 49 and 48. Now here he says to Moab, You trust, you have confidence in the things you do in your wealth, your storehouses, your arsenals, but you also are going to be captured. The god Chemosh, the chief god of Moab, will go into captivity, into exile, and his priests and officers with him. Exile means he's going to be bound, I believe, and his priests and officers with him. Who are the priests? These are the people in the natural world that are in the occult, that are doing their ritual to give Shemosh power. You don't have to believe me, but now I'm going to give you a testimony. In 1990, I'm in Denver, there was a man by the name of uh, Kim Clement who came to Denver. I don't remember the fellowship. The fellowship at that time was at Sheridan and Highway 36 on the northeast corner. There's a, ch a church that sits on the hill there. Well, Kim Clement, who I'd never seen before, came to Denver. I have a friend that I had told you about that passed away, and I had... Uh, anointed him for his burial. He invited me to go, and I went. In that meeting, in the evening, as Kim Clement was worshiping, and uh, they were singing, it was just worship, I'm sitting in the back, out of the way, and all of a sudden I find myself, I don't know how God does this, but I'm above the building in the air. And I'm looking over Denver to the south and to the west and to the east. And I can hear the singing. I can hear what's going on in the, in the assembly. But I'm up in the, through the roof in the air. And I'm, I'm just trying to kind of get a grasp to I don't understand what's happening. But as I, I finally just said, okay, 
I don't know what this is all about, but I just began to look out over Denver to the south, to the east, to the west, and I'm just looking. And over to the right where the borderline of Denver and Lakewood would sit, I see this, it looked like a man with coveralls, been in the field all day, and it's at night, talking to someone who's probably 50, 55, healthy, well-dressed, and they're sitting at a fence talking. And I'm looking at this, and then down further to the south, I see a little, some guy, kind of a round, well-dressed man, standing. And I look to the east, and I see some guy out in Aurora, in that area, digging like crazy with a shovel in his hand. Well, then the Lord just told me, just look and observe. I see another guy, which would be kind of toward the uh, Broomfield, then back toward to the north and the east toward Commerce City. And I'm trying to put all this together. Well, I didn't get it all that night, but I remember the vision clearly. I remember what happened. Next thing I know, I'm back in the, in the uh, sitting in my seat. Well, then the Holy Spirit came to me and he just told me, he says, okay, the two men that were standing by a fence, Denver and Lakewood, this was the prince of Lakewood. This is the spirit that rules Lakewood. I've given him that name and the lake name Lakewood is pertinent to who you saw. Lakewood is like a log that has been in the lake for a long time Lakewood has grandfather rights. That's what gives Lakewood its power. Then to the south, you saw a round, short, well-dressed man. That is Littleton. Littleton was a small city, wasn't big, didn't have a lot of area, but it was very wealthy. And Littleton was short but big around. He looked like the, when you play Monopoly, the one banker that's round that has a mustache and a hat on. Well, the tech center was what made Littleton powerful. What made Lakewood powerful is it had been there from the 1800s. Then to the kind of to the south, to the north, closer to the building there at 30, uh, at Sheridan and Highway 36, was a well-dressed young man, which would be more toward Broomfield, Arvada at that time was beginning to expand toward Arvada. And the significance was this was, Arvada was not going to be left out of what was going to happen in the years to come in Colorado. Young, well-dressed, but was going to be a player. And then eventually there by Broomfield, you have the this big tech center by the, uh, on 36, where you have the new mall, the uh, Flatirons Mall. Then Aurora, this was the spirit that rules Aurora. The spirit that rules Aurora, this was in 1990. Aurora was just beginning to develop. The spirit was digging like crazy. Now, if you look presently, Aurora has expanded 
and the construction and the building that has taken place in Aurora, that's what the Holy Spirit was showing me. Commerce City was like an old man dressed. He, was, had a, a, he wasn't dressed very well. He was sickly. You could tell he just wasn't well. That is the industrial center of Metro Denver, Commerce City. And that's what the Lord was saying. This is the industrial center. This is not the healthiest area to be in. Thornton and North Glen were there, but they were really trying to hide out. And over the years, Thornton has been sneaky about what she's been doing in buying water rights to the north up in northern Colorado, Greeley, Fort Collins. North Glen, I think that's kind of the vicinity where this fellowship, the building was. And uh, I couldn't really get a read on North Glen because I was looking more to the south, the west, and the east. Now, Denver, the powers, these were the powers. These were the spirits that rule these cities. Sheridan, little tiny city, was there also, but I didn't see Sheridan till later. Sheridan was underneath a blanket and popped its head up, looked around, and ducked back under the blanket. Well, that's where the, the area of a lot of drug addiction, a lot of uh, witchcraft, a lot of prostitution, that is Sheridan. Now, Denver and Lakewood, they're talking. These guys work together. You have the Federal Center. Denver and Lakewood, they work together a lot. Down by Lakewood, you have Golden. You have the EPA area down there in West uh, Lakewood. Denver was the, the healthiest of them all. Trim fit, but you could tell that Denver was very powerful. And I was, and as the years went on, as I prayed, the Holy Spirit just opened my eyes. Denver has a dual, has a double portion, double portion of authority. The other count, the other cities, Aurora, Littleton, these nations, these other cities will not mess with Denver. Denver has too much power. Why? Because Denver is the city and the county of Denver is old. It was there first. It was well established. You don't mess with it. On top of that, right in that same area where they have the city of Denver complex, you have the state capital. So the three, Denver and the state capital, these entities work together to make Denver very powerful. Another thing, when they began to talk about a new airport. Denver was involved immediately with that through Federico Pena. Pena, working for the Clintons in the occult, had a plan for the DIA. Nobody could mess with Denver. The stock show, the stock, they have the stock show once a year. They wanted to move that stock show to Aurora. Other cities were wanting to take the stock show. Denver said no. You don't mess with Denver. The big spiritual power in Colorado is Denver in conjunction with the state capital. That was the vision that the Lord gave me, the understanding of it. I understand that these angels... They rule, like in Persia, they rule nations. They rule people. Ammon, the powers are going to be stripped from Ammon. 
Ammon is going to be that spirit that has given Ammon power and Moab power, which is present-day Jordan. They're losing their authority. God is shaking the heavens. The heavens are being shaken. The heavens in America are being shaken. This is why the political world, the Democrats are desperately moving as quickly as they can to stop anything that the Republican Party, the, Dem the, the Trump people have been attempting to do because they know they have to stop it because to carry out their plans, they cannot allow Donald Trump to have any more power. This is why the attack on the Trump people, it's a spiritual thing. This is not a political program. I'm telling you what's going on behind the scenes. Now, with God's people, we are not going to inherit anything. We are going to be invited, we have been invited to a kingdom, to a millennial party, to a, king, a party in the kingdom of heaven. But before that party, we have been given orders. We have been asked to accomplish something for the Lord. The nations now, because of these plagues and these pestilences, are going to be sick. Many of these people have no hope. They're not going to survive. They're not going to make it. They are going to die. But before they die, the plan of, of the Lord Jesus in the Bible, God's plan is that we reach these people who will have no hope. They're going to go into hospitals. They're never going to come out. But to reach them before they go in the hospital, once they go in, you're not going to have access to them. The nurses and the, the witches and the warlocks in lab coats aren't going to allow you in. Not all people in the hospitals are in witchcraft. Many are. We are to reach these people. We are to present a hope to them for eternity. We may pray for them. We should pray for them. God may bring them out of the sickness, protect them from the illness. They may not die, but many are going to die. That's up to God. But for us, if Satan has issued orders to kill you ahead of time, you're going to have to take authority and break those orders, cancel those orders, to take authority and shred the orders that have been given by Satan to his principalities and powers who give their orders to the demons who carry out the orders. Right on down the line, the chain of command. You have the authority. I understand that right now, the princes of Colorado are moving forward in the global plans that are to be carried out by Colorado. Colorado is going to be a, from this high mountain, from this occult center, millions and billions probably of people are going to die through war, through floods, through hurricanes, through tornadoes, through plagues, we don't know. Through communication, surveillance, out of Colorado is going to flow two things. Blood and the blood of the Holy Spirit. The bloodshed of man, but the 
sin-washing blood of Jesus Christ. Colorado has a plan in God's purpose, a great spiritual plan in the, in the time that we're in and the time to come. Colorado is going to be used by God in a mighty way for the, His kingdom. And out of Colorado, it's going to be a river of the Holy Spirit going to, the, to this nation, to the East Coast, to the West Coast, and to the nations. The Holy Spirit is going to reach the West Coast, East Coast, the nations, but out of Colorado, through NCAR, through NOAA, through the coming Google base in Boulder, Colorado, through the technology that is being used for evil in the universities, great evil and harm is going to come to the nations of the world. Our Air Force and the Space Center is going to be used by Antichrist for the destruction of the nations. The nations that won't go along with the coming Antichrist are going to be used by these government centers. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Wayne Hoffman. Are you struggling with medical issues or chronic pain? Do you have medical questions you can't find the answers to? You may want to check out my show, Proactive Health Strategies, every Sunday from 12 to 2, right here on 1360 KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. Are you paying too much for your home, life, or auto insurance? It only takes 10 minutes to find out. Hi, this is Kevin Voles with Badger Insurance Advisors. Choosing insurance plans can be difficult. That's why I make it easy. I'll make the calls, compare the plans and prices, and find you the insurance plan that fits your needs. Best of all, my help is at no cost to you. Call me today at 303-359-1799 or visit badgerinsuranceadvisors.com. Let me find the right insurance for you. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, 
Call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hey, all. I'm Lee Turner, Jr. of Tango Firearms Training, inviting you to join me on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock for my show, Don't Be a Victim, right here on KHNC. 1360, the roar of the Rockies. Okay, I'm back. For the last half hour, I have Reverend Paul Mista as a guest. I just wanted to, he came in. And Paul, welcome. Uh, thank you, Rick. I uh, was driving down the road this morning and listening to your show, and I was drawn here. The uh, Spirit called me here. And I, I don't think for any special reason, Rick, other than to lay hands on you and pray for you. Um, this is truly, truly unique times we live in. I distributed a list the other day of uh, 50 prophecies that have been fulfilled um, in just the last few years and how desperately close we are to the return of the Lord and and what we have to go through before that. The the dawning of the tribulation truly is uh, awe-inspiring. So I, I was led here today to listen to you personally, and uh, just uh, um, I feel excited when I, <laughs> you know, I have preached many, many a sermon, Rick, and um, the, the ones where I was really tuned in, I was actually tuned out, and um, the. I say that to explain that is um, when when I would be preaching and the spirit would come over me, then my own senses and my brain were detached um, because the and, and you knew it because people would come up to me afterwards and they'd say, "Oh my, you know that was wonderful. It was so moving and and I didn't remember a word of it, not one." And uh, I would. I would have to ask Cheryl, what did I say? And she would basically relate it to me. And, and that's kind of, that's where you know you just let go and the spirit took over. And that's that's how I felt today when I was driving and listening to you. And uh, you're talking about the end times and how we are so desperate right now to, to wake people and shake them and say, this is what's coming. This is so short. Um, Make your make your decision, make your stand, and and walk with the Lord. And yeah, that's, that's it. I just uh, well, when you walked in, I thought, oh, this must be Saturday. <laughs> yeah, kind of threw me off there for a second. But you know, I as I was preparing for the program, I I'll do, I'll have a, a, a theme, a direction, but then generally, it's always seems to be the case where. Something will happen that that I feel is more important, and I just felt like today that uh, 
the matter of the fallen angels. Right. There, there is a shaking in the heavens. And the Lord in Revelation, John in Revelation said that there would be war in heaven, that the powers of the heaven would be shaken. And meaning the demonic, the, the principalities and powers, the fallen angels, they would be shaken. And I've been studying uh, the, what's ha going to happen in the Middle East when Israel goes into her wars to rid her enemies from the surrounding area. And I realized that the, the powers, that the spiritual powers that have given these people all this authority for these generations, these powers, God is going to go ahead and judge them. And eventually, like the Prince of Persia with Daniel, for 21 days, the angel Gabriel could not reach him. Right. It took an act of another angel, Michael, who fights for Israel to get the message to Daniel, to be able to get Gabriel, to get him out of Persia, to bring him to, re to give Daniel the update. Yeah, and, and what's amazing about that is, is Gabriel is a powerful angel. Yeah. He's a spokesman for God, and uh, that Michael had to come and free him gives you just an idea how incredibly strong the powers of darkness are. And, and you know, as mere humans, our ability to resist that on our own is non-existent. We cannot exist, resist the powers of darkness without Jesus Christ. Can't. The blood of the the blood of the Lamb, and uh, and and you know what's so amazing is um, sometimes I'm under overcome by this feeling of unworthiness, um, unworthy to even. Um, as John said, to touch the sandal straps of the Lord, you know, and uh, but the Lord lifts me up and says, you, you know, what did Jesus say? There are none who are good, you know. Don't call me good. Only, only God is good. Only the Father. Um, but Jesus desired so deeply that we come into fellowship with the Father. And, and that's because he had fellowship with the Father. He knew how powerful that was. Um, I'm rambling here because I'm a little overcome right now. But um, yeah, that... well, you know the end. And with me, I, I uh, these songs that I played. This one, uh, uh, day by day. Right. This was this song was written during the Jesus movement, and during that time, the people. The young Christians that were meeting the Lord were free, but then eventually you would have uh, the Satan's attack always will come through religion to people who are free in the spirit. Religion will come. You can't you can't uh, avoid it. It will come. But now, at the end of the world, the spirit of religion is going to be broken. It's going to be broken by these. Believers in all seven churches, all these churches are his lampstands. Right. Uh, I used to have a problem with the Catholic Church and the Lutheran churches because of their, you know, the way they are as far as their method. But I realized that in all these churches, there are overcomers. There are God's people, whether they be Catholic, Lutheran, Episcopalian, whether they be Greek Orthodox, whether they be Evangelical, Pentecostal, it doesn't matter, all of them. 
There are God's people in these churches. That's why they're his lampstands, his whole work, and everything by giving John the vision of these lampstands was to tell the world, I have my people in these lampstands. At the end of the world, they're going to mature. They're going to be that church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. And it's going to be a spiritual authority that is given to them to break the spirits, the power of the spirits of the control that they've been under, religion. And also it says that that Satan knows his time is short. And eventually he actually is going to come down and woe to the people of the earth because Satan knows his time is short. He's coming in all his rage. Yeah. And, and part of that rage is what we're seeing mankind do to mankind through vaccinations, through all this evil, through sterilization, through the abortion that's taken place for all these years, through uh, diseases, through the all these diseases that were created in the test lab to destroy the people in South America and Africa and the third world nations. Guess what? They're not after the people in the third world nations only now. They are after everybody. Yeah, their their plan is out in the open now, um, and and that's a significant change from historically. Um, it was always in secret. It was in hiding. It was, you know, the the occult met out in the middle of the forest in the uh, or in somebody's upper chamber, but now it's right out in our face, and when this, uh, especially you know this vaccine and 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 I'm not an anti-vaxxer I'm just looking at this one and I'm saying what's different about this and you really touched on it I you know when I would give sermons on the Nephilim and uh, people that that's a hard concept for people to understand is the Nephilim because they're the offspring of of um, the the fallen angels and I'm not sure they were fallen at that moment. No, they weren't at that. Right. And, uh, but, um, well, actually, I think they were fallen already because they'd already rebelled against God. But, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, and so, um, with the woman and the offspring was the Nephilim, and, um, and they weren't gone. They didn't disappear in the flood because that particular part was written, um, and, by a man who was living after the flood, okay, that that book was written by um, the hand of God and, and the spirit of God, but it was post-flood because the story of the flood is there. So the flood didn't wipe out the Nephilim. They're, they're here today, the mighty men of old, you know, and, and, and among us yet today. So the and I, that's just a, a very poor quote, but um, they're around us, and they're you know what are they? Are they disembodied spirits? They're they're not destined for judgment. The Lord's going to destroy them. Um, they're uh, they are the messengers of evil that. Rick, I have a hard time even putting my finger on exactly what they are and what they do, but they, their role is to create chaos within our... Um, and why weren't they destroyed in the flood? What power did they have? Did they inherit angelic powers? 
Oh, yeah. I believe oh, so. Yeah, sure. They, sure. In, they, they inherited angelic intelligence, intellig angelic power, and God hatred. Yeah. That's and one thing about the Nephilim. There was a, I heard a YouTube by a guy who is a Nephilim. And they did the studies on him, the tests on him. His blood type was some weird blood type. And he, above all things, he hated God. And the government wanted him to, they wanted to do research on him. He said no. And I, I had to listen to it, and I thought, well, could this be? Well, they do know that there are, in 1974, I was in Berkeley, California. And the church that I was affiliated with, the main pastor gave a testimony because he was in L.A. There was an actress who had a child. The child was about four years old. She didn't know who the father was. And this kid, they did tests on him. At four years of age, it would take four grown 200-pound men to control him. They had to put him into a padded cell, and he would run head-on into the walls. Not even a, not wouldn't hurt him. He didn't have any emotion. He didn't love. He didn't hate. He just reacted. When he was a little boy, People would push him down, he'd get up, push them down. Whatever they did to him, he would do to them. Well, they couldn't figure out what is going on. They did psychological profile tests, everything, genetic tests on him. Then, finally, they came to the wife, or the mother, and they asked her, this was in the, this was in the L.A. paper, they asked her, who is the father? And she says, I don't know. And they said, well, you have to know the father. Were you drunk? She goes, no. If I tell you, you're going to think I'm, I'm off. You're going to put me. You're going to put me away. She finally told him the truth. She said, I went to bed one night, and in my sleep, I had a dream that somebody came to me. I had sex with the person in the dream. The next, then I, two weeks later, I find out I'm pregnant. That's all I know. I had sex in a dream. In 1992, a woman comes out with the book, How to Have Sex with Angels. The Nephilim are once again operating. We don't know what these children are like, but now you're having more and more movies that are made about these people that are emotionless. They're powerful. They're very brilliant. They're very evil. No emotion. No love, no hate, just very matter-of-fact. They're here. Yeah, and, um, you know, you if you ask yourself, why do they exist, um, you've got the, the situation of, of Satan himself knowing he had a two-to-one disadvantage in the war. Um, you know, the, the fallen angels versus the, the uh, angels of God. So a two-to-one disadvantage. Uh, I can't help but think um, uh, Chuck Messler yeah. um, and his book, The Return of the Nephilim, and his video series was really eloquent in the way. I recommend people to watch that just because he ties a lot of loose ends together. But um, the way, the reason for their existence, as he believes, that's, you know, and, and you can always tell, um, I try. I tried never to interpret the Bible in any way other than to say, in my opinion, 
because you, Rick, and me, and 10,000 other ministers will, can all find a part of it that we don't agree on with each other, sure. not not within the Scripture itself. And so, um, but Messler really timed it or, or tied it together for me. And when he, uh, in fact, that's called The Return of the Nephilim. You can buy it, um, I think, Konania House or K-House. K-House, yeah. yeah is his website if anyone's interested in it. You know, the other thing the Lord said, that as it was in the days of Noah, yes. so will it be in the days in of the, the coming end. of the Son of Man. That's correct. The Nephilim would return. This time, I believe they're going to be, they're going to return because man in the labs are going to help them return. There was, uh, remember John Lennon and Yoko Ono? Well, Yoko Ono, there's a sister that I knew that told me about a book that she had read. In the book, in the account, it was written by Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono had made a trip to, I think it was Cartagena. And she, the reason she went there is she wanted to meet with this seven foot tall black witch daughter, doctor, a woman. And she heard about her. She came from Europe, went to Cartagena, and she found the right people. And she told, she said, they said, well, she's out in the jungle. She's out there for a birthing. And Yoko Ono said, well, I flew all this way. I want to talk to her. And eventually she was able to get these people to get a message to this witch, witch doctor and a high priest. Well, eventually the high priestess comes to visit her. In the, this is documented in the book. And she's a little bit irate, a little bit kind of just testy with Yoko Ono. She says, well, what is it you want? You sent for me. What do you want? And Yoko Ono said, well, I just wanted to meet you, and I want... No, no, you got to understand. I cannot be here with you. I have to be out in the jungle. I'm getting ready to give birth to a 13-month pregnancy. What kind of 13-month pregnancy is this? What kind of a creature is this? A 13-month or 14-month pregnancy. This was a Nephilim. Hmm. That's fascinating. What was the name of that book? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. I know it was written by Yoko Ono about 1990-91, but it's documented. She found it. when she. This sister told me about it. Her name was Linda. When she told me about it, I thought immediately I understood it because all from the time that I first understood about Nephilim in 1974, I read Earth's Earliest Ages, uh, Hislop stuff, all these things. I, for I, You know... We don't know how God sets us on a trail, but all through our lives, we find pieces along that trail, and we fit them together. Yeah. Well, then she would tell me about this Nephilim. Uh, well, we're going to go to a break here. Paul, I uh, really appreciate you coming in, but hang on. We're going to go. We'll be back, and when we get back, I'll give contact information. This is Rick Rodriguez. Paul Misla is a guest. We'll be right back. It's incredible. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. 
after the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Have you always wanted to be on the radio? Do you have strong opinions or ideas that you think should be heard? Why not host your own radio show right here on the Roar of the Rockies? You'll be on the same station as Brian Kilmeade, Michael Savage, and Alex Jones. You can brand yourself as an expert in your industry and grow your business. Imagine telling your potential clients you have your own radio show. That gives you instant credibility. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003. Hey, man, pass the battle over. Take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican. There's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click the shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. The podcast for today's program and for the Open Forum program on Thursday, which I host, and also uh, for the Open Forum programs throughout the week, and Paul is on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on his Open Forum, are on 1360KHNC.com. And my email is rick at khnc.net. Please join me again next week. We're talking about a little bit about the Nephilim. And another thing I wanted to mention about the Nephilim is when these Nephilim Paul, the, when they would impregnate this women, according to documents, the women naturally, because it's something foreign, the placenta would eventually, they would self-abort these creatures. And when these creatures 
when they self-aborted, the women of that time would leave them to just die. But they wouldn't die they because they were half angel. Right. And they could, they, were, they could crawl, they could do whatever, they'd eat whatever. But that was one thing about them. They, were, they did not die. Now, the reason I've been looking at this mRNA is because if this has Nephilim DNA in it, why is all the research by Pfizer? Pfizer, I have the part of a paper. They want to know everything about what happens to the child after it aborts, how it aborts, how the placenta, uh, 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 what's the other term, the stillborn. They want you to observe the fetus to see if the fetus has deformities. They want everything in their research. They want everything documented concerning the fetus. Now, let's say that in these labs, they are trying to once again get people intentionally. There were the the people that had the mRNA intentionally, and they're the ones that are now shedding to other people. But let's say it goes beyond that. Let's say that it goes to the point where they try to find a way to have multiple, if not hundreds and thousands, of these Nephilim born, who knows how, in a test tube or in a, in a, a scientific environment that the, the Lord did say that at the end of the That's world, right. when he returns, the, it would be like in the days of Noah. That's I'm just speculating. I don't know, but I wonder, this mRNA if it has Nephilim DNA in it, could this be triggering what's happening in our systems? It could be. And I, Sorry, I didn't mean to take up that no, time. Go. We're Go. all we're at the end of the show, Rick. Sir. Maybe you'll have to have me back, and uh, we can go into more detail on this. Okay. Well, till till next week. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. God keep you. And it's got to be day by day. God bless you mightily in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.